Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Um, guys, today I want to talk about the first reading because we never get to talk about Abraham a whole lot. So I'm just enjoying um, that we're looking at Abraham so much. Um, I picture Abraham at this point probably really old. He's probably in his hundred, hundred and something years old. I picture, um, uh, y'all know Brandy and George Toops. Um, George's uncle is uh, Uncle Nick, and he's 102 years old, and he's still kicking. The dude is driving himself. He still lives alone. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. But if he was to threaten somebody's life, it wouldn't be very hard to knock him over, right? He's 102. So I picture Abraham to be like Uncle Nick, right? Um, and so whenever I'm reading this story, um, you're thinking of that. Abraham's old at this point. He's in his hundreds. And his son Isaac is probably a young man. And so as we read this story, you picture those two things in your mind because what happens is God is calling Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, right, as an as a offering to God. Now, this is the only son. This is the one that God promised him. This is the one that God said, Abraham, you're going to have a son, and from this son will come the descendants as multiple as the sand on the shores and the stars in the heavens. But God, you're calling me to sacrifice him? Like literally to put him on wood and to kill him. This request made no sense. And if any of you came to me and said God was calling you to kill your kid, I would say that's not God talking. All right? But this is what God's asking him. Sacrifice your only begotten son. And so Abraham says, I don't understand this. It goes against everything that I thought you had promised me, but we're going to go. And so they picture the parallels of what's happening. They go up a mountain, right? I want you to parallel this to Jesus. Jesus goes up a mountain. Isaac carries his own wood of the cross, so he had to be a, a stout young man. He had to be strong. He carries his own wood of the cross. Jesus carries his wood of the cross. He asks, Father, where's the sacrifice? And I, Abraham says, well, God's going to provide the sacrifice. Smooth, right? And so they get up to the top of the mountain, and Abraham prepares the wood, right? And what does he do to, G, to, to Isaac? He bounds him up. Picture Jesus being bound, right, as he's brought into Pilate. He binds him up and he lays him on the wood. Now, at this point, my mind gets blown, right, because number one, there's a faith that Isaac has in God that God's going to provide the sacrifice. Not thinking it's going to be him, but at this moment, um, this is pretty scary. And Abraham has this tremendous faith that God's going to provide the sacrifice, but at this point, it looks like it's going to be my only begotten son. Right? And so he lays Isaac on the wood. Now, if that was me, think, he's a hundred and something years old. This young, stout Isaac could have easily pushed his old pop off the mountain and ran away. Right? But he didn't. He held on to faith. And so he's laid upon the altar. And just as Abraham is about to slaughter his son, God sends the angel to stop him. Because his heart had been disposed not to kill, but to trust in God, right? That God was going to provide a sacrifice, and indeed he does. So Isaac stands as an image of Christ who carries his own wood up to Calvary and lays his life down freely as Isaac did. And of course, Abraham is a symbol of the God the Father who gives us his only begotten son. So here's the cool part. What's the sacrifice that God gives? Did you catch it? It was a ram who is stuck in the thistles. His horns are inside thorn bushes, as if it's a crown of thorns on his head. Yeah, another beautiful symbol of Jesus. 
who will be crowned with thorns, laid on the wood of the cross, and sacrificed for our sins. Right? And so today, wherever we find ourselves, right, God is calling all of us for an increase of faith, like Father Abraham had, like Isaac had, in trusting the Father, even though what you may be going through right now makes no sense in your mind. If God is calling, He will provide. And so we need to ask the Lord to give us that faith to carry us through that. Things may not make sense in school, where you're going. You might have got some bad news. Things might not make sense with work. Don't know what's going on there. Things just might not make sense. And sometimes in God's will, they don't make sense. But that's when He's saying, trust me. Doesn't make sense that my kids are going through my, what my kids are going through. They have a good foundation. Why are they getting all shaky and moving away and, and things are going away in the faith? Like, trust them into the care of the Heavenly Father. He's got bigger plans than we do. Right? We just need to trust Him that He's going to provide everything we need and He will provide the graces necessary for us to go one step at a time trusting in His mercy. Amen? Amen.